Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to She Boss Talk. I am Shante Arati. I am coming on with some important information regarding the IDLE uh, loan program and grant program. Uh, this will also be an explainer video for those, whether you are uh, trying to apply for the IDLE loan or you have already applied and been funded, uh, this is going to be very important information to you. I'm going to be talking about the deferrals of the payments, so the payback of those funds that you receive, uh, where, where we are with that, how that works, what that means for you as far as the funds and how much you may have to pay back and, and when you can pay that money back. I'll also be talking about uh, some of the denials. Uh, I had a session today. Uh, this came up in our session. It's come up a lot regarding um, the denial for not being able to prove an economic loss. So I'll be talking about that to hopefully help some of you all out there with that as well as uh, walking through some uh, scenarios of calculations uh, so you know what you can anticipate, especially for those of you all that are anticipating increases uh, because we know they've increased uh, the speed of processing those applications. But as of right now, it's running about a 40 to 45% uh, percentage rate on denials. Uh, so we know you can overcome those denials, but you need to know how to go about doing it and what can prevent you from being able to overcome those denials. So come on in. Let me know who you are, where you're hailing from. If you're a small business owner, entrepreneur, please let me know what your business is. Uh, please do give this a thumbs up. Uh, hit that love button wherever you are viewing from so more people see this video. We know millions of business owners still need help out there still having challenges with these uh, uh, grant and loan applications. So I want to be able to give you the information you need to help you overcome those challenges and get the funding that you need. We've been doing this since the pandemic hit. So we, we thank you all so much for your continued support. We're almost at 25,000 uh, YouTube subscribers. We know we have new followers on uh, LinkedIn and we always have new followers joining us in on Facebook. So we appreciate you. Follow us wherever we are on uh social media but help us get to that youtube go that youtube go y'all uh, we have some big uh, surprises once we reach that and again we appreciate you all sharing out sharing out is caring and you don't understand how much of an impact you're making in another entrepreneur's life another small business owner's life or nonprofit who needs access to these funds so i'm going to go right into it um just drop your comments any comments that you have any questions i'll try to answer them while i'm on air if i don't get to them i always follow up after the show uh and answer those questions for you now again i want to start with the idle loan deferment so we know that sba has exponentially increase the processing speed of the loan applications. This is the Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program, referred to as IDLE. Uh, they have many programs for disasters. This one, we're specifically talking about COVID, uh, but it, it this would apply to you if you have uh, a not, another IDLE loan as well. So, But this is COVID-related. Uh, so what this means is that the SBA has decided and uh, they had deferred the payments that you would make, right, uh, for 12 months. They have now since changed that to 24 months or 22 months uh, that you have a pause in payments until you have to repay. And that way they can reduce the burden on you, the business owner, so you can use the funds to really get your business back up and running the way it was prior to the COVID 
uh, pandemic. So if you uh, received your idle funds in 2020, the year 2020, the due date has been extended for 12 months to 24 months from that the due date of the note. Uh, so some of you are maybe coming upon that date. Uh, so you may have may or may not have received correspondence uh, from your lender. Uh, or from the SBA regarding that, but just know that if you received a loan in 2020, the payments are deferred until, um, again, up into 24 months. So that is significant. That gives you time to really use the money to focus on rebuilding and to multiply that money, uh, right? Because it does have to be paid back. It's not a forgivable loan. Now, if you received an idle loan, uh, in 2021, you will have the first payment due date extended from 12 months to 18 months uh, from that due date. So it's important to know and remember when you actually receive the funds uh, from your idle loan so you can track that on your calendar to know when you have to start paying it back. Another important thing to note is although your payments are deferred, meaning your monthly payments, right? Your interest is not. So the interest will continue to accrue on your loan uh, throughout the duration of your loan. So the we know that there's a maturity date or period of 30 years, but we know most of us business owners will not be in business 30 years. That is not on average. Uh, business owners don't, uh, don't have their businesses open that long. We're entrepreneurs, so usually we have a business and we start up new businesses. Um, but it, regardless of your situation, you definitely want to make sure you're paying it back sooner rather than later. I know one of our followers yesterday had commented, isn't 20, 20, 25 years is a long time? Yes, it is. But I don't think most business owners anticipate, right, uh, uh, waiting 30 years to pay back these loans. So you definitely want to make sure that you're doing your due diligence, do the analysis, uh, and see how soon it is that you can pay the money back. Uh, I always recommend it is so helpful to have an accountant uh, that can really help you through that process uh, because you can make um, more payments, right? You can make payments sooner. You can pay it off uh, without penalty. So there's no discounts if you pay it back early, uh, but there's no penalty if you pay back the loan uh, early. So we know uh, if you're a for-profit business, it's the 3.75 interest rate. And if you're a nonprofit applying and get funded, it is the 2.75 interest rate. So they do have some amortization schedules. Uh, I will try to uh, link one in the comments uh, of this video after I get off here. But that is helpful to understand, you know, long-term what this looks like and how much you will be paying uh, over the term of the loan, not only just monthly, because you know, interest does uh, add up. If you paid anything with interest on it, you know, it adds up and it can be, it can be quite a large amount, again, depending on the loan uh, that you have received. We know that the SBA has already expanded the loan amount that you can get to 500,000. And they're actually close to uh, raising the max to two to two million, uh, where it should have been uh, when the CARES Act uh, first uh, came into law. Um, but we know that they didn't do that. But they're they're on the path to raise it to the two million, and that's if you qualify. So it's up to two million, depending on your income or in your economic loss yours may be lower. Okay. So it's in individual to your application, but that is the max amount that you uh, can receive under the program. 
Um, so I want to talk about uh, how to calculate the loan because this this came up uh, as well. So I'm going to show my screen and then I'm going to talk about some of the denials and economic loss. Uh, this will help you with that as well. So I think this is important uh, because like I said, 40 to 45%, uh, even though they're processing these applications fast, uh, people are still getting denied, right? Businesses are still getting denied. So you submit a request for reconsideration to overcome that denial. And what we've had, we have videos on reconsideration and reevaluation process step by step. But again, this is really good information to help you overcome those challenges and to know if you actually qualify for increase or not. Okay. So the SBA released FAQs. I went over that the other day. And they highlight exactly based on your business tax filing, how to calculate uh, your loan amount, like what numbers on their tax or uh, fields on your tax returns they are looking at to determine how much you would get in a loan uh, and how much you would get in, a, on, in an increased amount based on the new, uh, the new rules, right? Or the new amount of 500,000. So I'm gonna get ready to share my screen. And again, this is where a lot of, businesses have issues or challenges. So please, if you have questions, uh, please let me know. I'm going to make sure it's up on the screen. If you can't read it again, don't worry about it. I'll be talking through exactly what is on uh, the screen for you. If you cannot see. Uh, so I just put down a few calculation scenarios. I did not put on here. This, uh, those that file um, that have S corps and C corps. Uh, those are on the FAQs. What I find is that the most challenges are with those that uh, that are filing a, a 1040 tax returns with the Schedule C or a Schedule F or a Schedule E, right? So I'll be going through that, those calculations uh, right now because how they determine the amount of your loan depends on what tax filing you're using and the tax returns that you use to file your taxes. Um, we do know that you need to have your 2019 taxes uh, that's for sure what they're looking at. And I know many people have challenges with this. So you will see on your screen first, I want to talk about the Schedule C formula. So if you are applying for the loan, this is really how it works. They're looking specifically for business income. That means that your tax returns that you filed, and I would highly recommend you go check your tax return. What did you file? They are not looking at your W-2 income. They're not looking at unemployment income. They're looking at the business schedule that applies to you when they go to that tax return. And when they go to that business schedule, they're looking to see, they're looking at line one. So if you are a 1040 Schedule C filer, you want to go to your line one, see what that amount is. That is your gross sales or gross revenue is what they call it, right? That's the amount that you generated in sales from products and services in your business before any expenses. If you're Schedule C filer, they're looking at line one. You're going to subtract uh, line one, uh, subtract uh, line four which is your cost of goods sold. So if you don't have cost of goods sold, any amount on your line of four, you're gonna be looking at line four, what is that amount on there, right? Is it zero, is it 5,000, is it 10,000? You know, what is that number? So you're gonna subtract that number times two, and that is gonna be equal to your loan amount that you would qualify for. The max you would qualify for 
uh, from the SBA, and that's what they would use to calculate. So let's break that down a little bit further. So gross sales. So let's say you had twenty thousand in gross sales on line one. You're going to subtract ten thousand if you have on line four ten thousand. That means you're left with ten thousand, right? After the cost of goods sold, because for for Schedule C, they're not even looking at expenses, right? That's another category which is not applicable for the pro, uh, point of calculating this. They're only looking at your gross sales minus your cost of goods sold, 10,000 times two. So you have 10,000 times two equals 20,000. So 20,000 would be your loan amount if you didn't get an idle advance or a targeted idle advance. So I'm going to go through that example next, okay? So let's take the, the idle advance uh, amount because that is subtracted from your loan amount, right? Because that's an amount, it's a grant, you do not have to pay it back. So then you're gonna take your gross, your gross sales again. So say if you had 10,000 in gross sales, you had zero in cost of goods sold. That's $10,000, so you're gonna times that by two, that's gonna give you a loan amount of 20,000, but then you're gonna subtract the 10,000 that you received in the targeted auto advance, or if you receive uh, the 10,000 in the idle from 2020, or whatever amount you received in an idle advance, you're gonna put that number, subtract that, here is 10,000. So once we subtract that, we end up with the funded amount of 10,000 in a $10,000 loan that we do have to pay back. That is what is going to be what you have. You're going to be paying back at the 3.75 or 2.75 interest rate uh, up to a 30 year maturity date. So we already talked about uh, most businesses are not going to wait 30 years uh, to pay off that loan. You're going to be well into retirement at that point. Okay. So, but you need to understand that that's what you're, what, that's what they're looking at. So whether you're just not applying for the loan or you've already been funded and they're looking, you're looking to get an increase, that's what they're looking at to see, okay, do you actually qualify for an increase based on these numbers? And they're going, that's why they ask you for your tax returns, not only the physical copy, right? So they, they can see the numbers, but they also request the 4506T to validate that they're on file, right? So that they're legitimate uh, with the and on file with the IRS. And so that's important to know because I've seen uh, so, uh, many scenarios where uh, people that, or businesses don't calculate their income correctly. And in 2020, what you need to understand is they didn't ask you for this documentation. It was really a simple process. You self-certify, right? So they were counting on you to be honest, to know how to calculate, right? And they really didn't provide a whole lot of uh, extra guidance but they counted on you to know how to calculate what your income uh, is or was at the time uh, to determine how much they gave you. Uh, and so now you're coming back around to request an increase and then you may not qualify for an increase because based on the calculations in your tax returns, you either have already met the amount, you, so you've already been funded the max based on your 2019 taxes or the income that they're looking at, or, your the amount that you received right in your targeted advance either equals that amount that you're requesting right or is greater than the amount that you would qualify for if in that instance you would not qualify for an increase or for the loan period because the grant the advance is sufficient um and that's actually good, a good thing because the grant is a, an amount that you do not have to pay back so we already know 
that the targeted advance, you can get up to 15,000. So if you're applying for the loan, that may be, and you're finding your, it says that you can't substantiate the economic loss. That's probably one of the reasons why. So I'm going to go through one last formula. Uh, this is for, this is an example for schedule F. Now this is for farmers. So you will see a little difference here. So again, it's different how they calculate it based on your schedule, right? Or based on your tax returns. So we see for schedule F, they use line one, which is still gross sales, but we see they subtract not cost of goods sold. They subtract line 33 on the schedule F, which is expenses. And they don't subtract cost of goods sold. They times that by two, that equals the loan amount. So in this scenario that I have, so example, if you're a farmer, there are a lot of farmers out there. You have 40,000 in gross sales, line 33 expenses is 10,000. You're gonna times, you're gonna uh, subtract that, that's 30,000 times two is 60. So $60,000 is the max that you would qualify for under the current terms with a max of 500,000, okay? So again, it's based on every individual scenario. So you can use the, these same different scenarios uh, to look at your tax return, see what those numbers are on those lines to be able to determine what your loan amount is, right? Or would be, should you apply for that loan or should you apply for increase, okay? So I'm gonna stop sharing my screen at this point and come back on screen. So I hope that was uh, helpful to walk through that. Uh, for you. If you've received an idle loan, let me know. Also, if you have requested an increase, uh, let me know as well. Uh, so if you've been denied because you received a notification, uh, denial, a notification from the SBA stating that you do not have an economic loss, you can appeal. You can submit a request for reconsideration, but you have to know this. If you're, if you're submitting an appeal, you have to come back with facts that prove that you really had an economic loss. And a business loss is not the same as an economic loss. So I wanna make sure that that's clear. Like every day in business, like prior to COVID, we have businesses that have losses just due to the fact that your expenses outweighed what you brought in and, and gross sales, right? or revenue into your business. If, if your expenses are more than your revenues, then you're gonna have a loss, right? But that is not considered an economic, an economic loss or injury loss uh, for the purposes of this program. What they're looking for is to see what were you making in sales in 2019? And how did, you how did your sales suffer? Did your sales suffer? In based on the fact that COVID arrived and impacted your business. So when you when you do reply, and we have templates on our website at shebosstalk.com, it's a COVID resource tab with that template in there, you have to be able to show, based on the calculation that I gave you, it has to show a loss, right? It, they have to be able to calculate based on a number. And they're not looking at your loss on the tax return. Like, if you had because of expenses you lost 10,000, right? And you you had you net you didn't have any profit. That's not what they're looking at. Okay? They're going to calculate based on your gross sales minus cost of goods sold or minus expenses depending on how you filed your taxes. 
That is what they're determining uh, in economic law. So hopefully that uh, clarifies somewhat for you all that are out there that have gotten that notification that you cannot demonstrate economic loss. Also, we have people that you, many, that you have a, you have a business, but you have you did not work your business. I've had people tell me, I have an LLC and I haven't done anything with the business. Then you didn't have an economic loss. You did not, you do not, did not have an economic loss. So you're really asking the SBA to give you money, which is, this is a business organization. They support small business. You're asking them to give you money for a business you were not active in when there are business that were active that actually had a loss, okay? And so th that that's where we are. So there's many businesses like that as well. So I would really encourage you, before you submit a re request for reconsideration, please go look at your tax returns that you filed and see what numbers you use. And some of you all, you didn't even do it. You hired somebody, some Joe Schmo off the street. Hopefully you didn't. But some of you are even having problems with your accountants that didn't file your taxes properly. They didn't do them properly or they didn't file them, uh, uh, file them or file them on time. And so that is holding up uh, your process of reconsideration too. Um, so, but it's important if you're working with other people, like any consults that I give, I give all the inform I give them all the information they have access to the video recording audio. They know everything that's going on. I walk them through the process. I don't do the do it for them, but I make sure they know everything step by step they need to do to win the approval. But sometimes you cannot because you it's all fact based. You have to know what are they looking for, what the calculations are they using. And then you have to match it back with yours. Now, sometimes the SBA makes errors. If it's an error, then you come back and say, look, I, I did have an economic loss. That's going to show in my tax returns. It clearly shows I was making $100,000 in 2019. We were on the upward uh, uh, trajectory. Uh, we were growing leaps and bounds, like 15%, 20%. And then all of a sudden, when COVID hit, we had a loss. Okay. So you give them numbers. Numbers have that numbers don't lie. Well, you don't you can't fudge you people fudge their numbers, but they were validated through the IRS. Okay. So that's basically how it works. So be careful. Do go through that process. And if you need help, I recommend you either watch one of our videos. We have many explainer videos, or you book a, a consult where we can help you and walk through these documents to make sure that you're submitting the right thing. And we can confirm whether or not you would actually qualify to get your denial overturned, approved and funded. Um, and so that's very important uh, to make, I, I can't say it enough to keep your documentation, keep all your email correspondences. Another thing to note is that I believe is anyone that's requesting over 25,000. I did this video before letting you know after 25,000, you, you put up collateral, right? So there, so a lot of people try to keep it below 25,000, what they're requesting from the SBA. Don't request more than what you need. Please don't request more than what you need. And when they display in the portal, 
they're displaying what it is the max based on the information you gave them. And if they didn't verify that they went on your self-certification, they're going to come back to you and say, okay, now you need to verify it. Now we need that 45016. Now we need your tax returns. Now we need the schedule of liabilities, that 2202 schedule of liabilities. Then you may have a lawyer contact you. So if it's above 25,000, expect an attorney from the SBA, just double check that it says sba.gov in the email, they are going to reach out to you and request additional information. Okay. They are going to request you certify it, which is a signed and dated document by you, the owner, right? Stating that you are, have applied for this loan, you accept the terms, they'll ask you for some other things, and then you submit that documentation back to them, signed and dated, right? That, uh, my understanding is it does not have to be notarized. So you're going to send that back in. Uh, and then they want you to have hazard insurance, right? So then you want to follow up and ask them, is it enough for you to be able to verify you have liability insurance? What they want, because at this point you have collaterals involved. That means your assets, okay? So what they want to know is you have hazard insurance that protects your assets, your equipment, printer, laptops, uh, restaurant equipment, whatever it is that you have, uh, they want you to know that it, that you have insurance that protects it. And so, you know, business owners, every business owner needs definitely business insurance, liability insurance, but definitely check to make sure that you have the proper insurances in place uh, or go get them once you hear from the attorney that says you do need that information. Now they're requesting that lawyers for both if you were funded in 2020 and also ask, they're going to use it for both. The, the first fund, if you received it in 2020, so a lot of you are now getting that follow-up. And then if you're requesting the increase, they'll use it for the, the valid, uh, verify the same. So again, you need to have that certification letter and then you'll also need to verify your hazard insurance. So if you if you were contacted by an attorney, let us know in the comments. This Letting us know where you are in the process of what you've gone through helps other people that are going through it as well. Um, because I can tell you that it's not as easy for every, every business owner. There's been many people that are challenged uh, just with understanding uh, the information, maybe they're not as technically savvy. Um, you know, it, it's just a lot to to know and understand uh, in order be to be able to pri provide the information to the SBA. Um, we mentioned before, like even with the credit, if you're requesting reconsideration, you can over overcome that denial. So the the SBA requires you have a 570 credit score for the idle loan program. And yes, they're gonna run your credit uh, when you apply. They ran my credit, okay? So they're gonna run your credit and then you may be denied if you don't, you will be denied if you don't have the 570, but say you have 560, you can work to increase it. I know people personally that in like weeks, I mean, it really did, it didn't take a long time. There's things you can do to really increase your credit score quickly um, you know, I, I know very many credit specialists. So if you need that assistance, please feel free to reach out to us as usual at hello, she boss talk, hello at she boss talk.com. And I'm happy to offer you referrals, but you can it quickly raise that credit score and then apply for reconsideration once your score is at or above the 570. Okay. 
And if it's something else in your history, it may not be your credit score. It may be you have a bankruptcy or a, or a foreclosure or something. If it, they're going to be looking to see, has it been discharged, right? Is it, are you currently in going through bankruptcy or has it been discharged when they're going to want proof? Uh, of that. So you want to just follow up and ask them, okay, I see that there is a, uh, you say I'm denied because of credit issue, right? They're, they're very vague, okay? They're just going to give you generalizations. So credit issue, you're going to call and find out, oh, what exactly in my credit history is the problem? It's causing me to get denied. And so they should be able to give you an answer. And then based on that answer, then you provide documentation to overcome that denial, right? You know, maybe you had a bankruptcy because of medical reasons, right? Um, maybe you have you didn't have a bankruptcy, but due to COVID, you now had to file bankruptcy. You want to explain all of that, right? It's not that you are just reckless or not accountable, but you had a significant event in your life that caused you uh, your, to file foreclosure or bankruptcy or whatever the situation is that you're back on track and that, but you really need this money to support your business because you suffered a loss. You have to, you have to tell the story and then back it up with facts. Okay. So I know because I went through it and I've helped many others with this process. So just want to clear that up. Again, we have other videos on the top denials, how to get unstuck, how to file reconsideration, how to file for a revaluation if you're applying for the targeted idol. So I do want to mention that uh, as much as I can while the program is up and running because the Senate just passed the infrastructure bill. I talked about this one point, I believe it's of the $2 trillion infrastructure bill. Uh, but what the last I heard, how they're taking the money, they're taking $31 billion from the idle program and $17.1 billion they're taking from the targeted idle advance. So they want to. So, but it passed the Senate. That's not where it stops. So they had still have a hurdle because they it's got has to be passed in the House, and they haven't done that yet. Which means while the money is still here, we need everybody that qualifies to apply. And so, if you apply for the Idle Loan Program in 2020, and you received an invite, you need to apply for the program. Okay, so you need to apply for the grant. There's a $10,000 grant and then there's a supplemental $5,000 grant. So you have to be in a low income. Uh, your business has to be in a low income community for the 10,000. You have to have 300 employees or less. Okay, and you have to show a 30% decrease in gross receipts that I talked about in a period in 2020 compared to that same period in 2019. Doesn't have to be all year. It's one period. One period has to show a loss compared to 2019. To get the supplemental 5,000, you still need to be in low income. You need to have 10 employees or less, and then you need to be able to show a 50% loss. There Again, right now, there's still $27.5 billion yet to be spent on this grant. That is, it can go to you if you are meet those requirements, okay, if you were in business as of eligible as of January 31st of 2020, and you meet those qualifications, you need to apply. Now you need to be invited. So even if you apply now, you haven't applied for the loan in the past, you have to apply for the loan now. Then once you apply for the loan, you submit a successful application 
And then you get invited by the SBA to apply for the grants up to $15,000. So most of you, if you know me, you already know that I receive both grants. I've talked about that before, uh, but that can do a lot for your business. That's money you don't have to pay back. And before they snatch it any more money, we need as many entrepreneurs, gig workers, you are out there self-employed, 1099 workers, independent contractors, small business owners, and nonprofits qualify for the loan program, apply, and then get to the grant. Now, the SBA has sent out multiple invites, reminders for the idle grant, and a lot of you all have ignored it, uh, forgot your email. You need to go find that invitation, see if you meet the qualifications, and apply before it's too late. Now, there are a few... A few business owners that I have contacted me or I've con I've been in discussions with them and asked, have you, did you receive an invite? They applied to the program in 2020. Some of them got partial grants. Some of them didn't get any like myself, but they applied in 2020. Everybody that applied in 2020 should have received an invite to apply for the grant. Now, this is what I recommend to you. Now, I called the SBI, called my uh, Northeast Ohio office, and I called the regional office, and I'm going to follow up today and call them back. I highly re recommend that if you know you applied in 2020 and you checked your email, your inbox, your promotion folders, and your spam, and you do not see that, that invite from the SBA that says you're invited to apply to the targeted idle advance, then call your office, call your regional office and call your local office and let them know that you applied for the program. You have not yet received your invite. They started sending invites in February. We're in, in August. So you have not received your invite. What can you do to get invited to apply to, to, to apply, right? You deserve an, an invite. Like you don't know why you haven't received the invite. You've been checking every day or every week and you have not received it and see what they come back with, okay? For those of you all that are still, I know a lot of you all don't qualify because you're not, your business is not in a low income community. We're still advocating to get that expanded, right? To expand toward outside of low income communities. But if you are one of those people, don't just, uh, just sit by, you know, you should again, call your, your SBA offices and then also call and email your congressional leaders that are represent your state and let them know that you applied for this program like you applied in 2020, were told that you would get the 10,000, never got it. Now you're applying for the targeted and they're restricting you from getting it because you are in low income. And you can, you can express to them how unfair it is or what are they gonna do to expand it outside of low income communities. Again, it takes us coming together using our voice. We have power, but we have more power when we do it together. That's how these changes have happened in the past and continue to happen. We continue to fight, advocate, petition, but we have to all be doing it together. So if there's something you don't like about the program or you feel is inequities, you have to use your voice. I mean, even if you need to get on the news, if you need to get on your YouTube channel, business owners have done that. If you need to go to Twitter and tell them it's unacceptable that they're giving away idle money when it's still clearly businesses that need that, that, need that money. What in the world, right? 
But if you don't do anything about it, you just throw up your hands and, and wave the white flag. I mean, I don't know how much you're expecting, but I'm glad that many of our viewers are action takers. You all have been pushing and pushing and pushing. You won't let anything stop you. And so many of you all have pushed and you got approved, pushed and you got your money, pushed and you got your grant, pushed and you got your loan, pushed and you got your increase. So you have to keep pushing. None of this is fair. Nobody said it, it was going to be. And none of this has been super easy. It's been hurdles and challenges we've been have to overcome. And I can tell you, I, I waited a year and a half to get my, my idol grant, a year and a half. I always knew I would get it because I kept fighting for it. I kept petitioning for it, right? And so I just encourage you all to continue to do the same. Don't give up on yourselves. Don't give up on your business. Don't give up on the process. Just keep pushing until there's nothing else that you can do. Uh, but there's always something you can do. You can always use your voice and just let it play itself out. So whether it's a month or months down the road or next year, where they turn this around and expand it to more businesses because there's a proposed bill to do that, right? Even if you have to wait a year, we know a lot of businesses don't have time. That's why we have to urge our leaders to do what's necessary to fund small businesses because we know we still need help. There are many businesses still struggling. There's many still trying to recover. Even those that are doing well, they have added expenses. Everything has skyrocketed from supplies, equipment, food costs, for restaurants, I mean, you name it, it's gone up. So we understand that. So we have to get our leaders to understand the significance of this and importance of saving small businesses. Because if they don't save small business, if small business don't survive, there is no strong economy. It takes us as small business owners. We're the ones uh, uh, that we are the backbone of the economy and our and our neighborhoods and our communities. So we have to make them demand what it is that we want and what we deserve. So I encourage you all to keep doing that and to knock on your neighbor's door. They're not all on social media. Some don't even know technology. Some may not be good at speaking English, right? So if you know English and Spanish, go tell them. Have you heard about this IDLE program? Have you applied? Do you know about the S uh, the Shutter Venues grant? Do you know about that state grant? We, we need all of us to do the outreach to let each other know to share the knowledge, share the information that not everybody has, not everybody is well connected. A lot of business owners work in isolation. They're just trying to keep their business above water. So go send them that text, send them that email, pick up that phone, check on them and say, do you know about this program? Did you apply? Send them our video, tell them to get our link, right? And schedule a call so we can help them. And that will you will not understand how much of an impact that you will make on that life, on that business, and that business owner's family. We're all trying to build wealth and legacy. So let's continue to work together to do that. Okay, so that's all I have. I'm just gonna check really quickly to see if I have any questions out here. I see all of you all on here. Thank you so much. I have We have people on here saying that they did get the increase. Again, just make sure you're getting proper, proper advice from your accountants, your bookkeepers, and managing that money, spending the money on what it's uh, for. Uh, and then making a plan for the use of the money uh, and then make make plans to multiply it, right? So you don't, it don't take you 30 years to pay that money back, okay? 
All right, so that's it. Drop your questions. I'll come back afterwards. Thank you so much. Continue to be the boss with Amplify Impact and continue to stay safe and in good health. Have a wonderful day.